Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. very last time ladies and gentlemen we will be back in the studio together next monday night welcome to talk and talk show sponsored by boyle sports the principal sponsor of birmingham city football club and of course our friends at sas autos and our good friends down at boardsy labor club and all our listeners and viewers welcome thrice very welcome and tonight we've got in the studio mr hipkiss aka mr she good evening all and of course mr robe hello everybody and there he is. All right. Showing off his dynamic robe. There it is. There it is. Woo! <laughs> Mrs. Brown. And our special guest tonight, we welcome the one and only Mr. Chris Scudder. <laughs> Good to see you all. Welcome, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us Talk and Talk Show. Um, right, okay. Hour and a half now. We just talk about blues and anything that comes across our way. We have no set agendas, nothing written down. We just, just all ad hoc and uh, away we go. So, uh off you go, Chris. You want to start? Born in Warwickshire, Chris. Yep. I was born in Warwickshire. Yeah, I was born in Sorrento Hospital. You know where that, that one? Is? Not there anymore, was it? Mosley Sorrento Hospital. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't find it if you ask me now. But I've not lived in Brum for so long. But grew up Kings Heath. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Left when I was a teenager, and believe it or not, never loved, lived in Brum since. But come back uh, when, when when you're at st andrews and and, and you're you're um, doing your bit on a game is that always extra special for you yeah i've not done that many blues games i mean because I, I, i've never worked in the media in birmingham you know i I, right. I worked in local radio in south wales in hampshire my patch was uh local radio the equivalent of what br was uh, down in hampshire is port doing, oh, yeah. doing portsmouth and southampton you know pompey and saints a bit like blues and villa pompey were blues the saints were villa one was a mm-hmm. working club and southampton was kind of a bit you know, they're up and you know prawn sandwiches and uh you'll be like yeah yeah um <laughs> and so so yeah so I, I a couple of times i covered pompey blues games um but when i went to sky i, I, I did a couple of blues villa games which was i've been doing one at St Andrews. It, I think it was the game when Sorensen chucks it in his own net. Remember that we beat them. Two oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was going past the going past the post. <laughs> he dived across <laughs> and he went. He's going past the left hand post and he sort of saved it and then threw it, scooped into his own net. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I was I was in the corner down by the you know, under, underneath the police box corner of the Tilton and the main stand and um, and all these lads sort of 
jumped up behind me on the on the behind my camera so they were giving it loads so i was like get get down get down um i was gonna just stick in my ear from the from back at base but it's quite funny you know but i was i, I probably lost lost my cool as well because it was we do it one of the probably the last time we beat them wasn't it christ that would have been back in 2005 last time we beat them in the league we, last time we beat them was the league cup court league final, cup, yeah. i think yeah apart from that but in the league yeah I, yeah I, yeah the league yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Went to, funny enough, that was that's another one. God, when, when you get me going, that, that was the, uh, the the League Cup game was the day before the the World. Cup. Remember that World Cup announcement the next day, whether whether England were going to get the 2018 World Cup. Oh tournament? yeah, yeah. And Karen was all over it. Karen Brady, you know, everyone's got to behave, and it all went, you know, you know what. And, yeah. Um, so it was all over the news. You know, I was doing it for Sky, and I was with a Greek friend who lived down lives down south with me. We went up to the and uh, he was like all over the news that night and the next morning. I thought it was going to affect the, the bid. It didn't affect the bid as it happened because um, we didn't get anywhere near because of, you know, two votes or something. But I remember the, the timing was terrible. You know, it's typical. Yeah. 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 Um, Chris, what made you fall in love with the Blues and what made you become a fan of uh, Birmingham City Football Club? Oh, cool. That's a good question. Um, dad, basically. Uh, yeah. My, I go way back. My dad taught me, uh, you go, I'm going to say way back, I'm talking World Cup year, 1966, probably yep. even before that when I was very little. Um, my dad used to have a season ticket, front row of the main stand, level with a penalty area at the Tilton, straight in line with that. I remember sitting on his knee, going in, he pushed me through the turnstile. I'd sit on the front row watching, and it, that's where, you know, where it all, I was pretty young. And going to, especially I remember going to night games, you know, and thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Only need to go once, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I try to remember. You know, it's, it's quite sad, really, because I can't remember. I can't remember my first game. I reckon it was before the '66 World Cup, because I seem to remember my dad banging on about Terry Hennessy, mm. right? And I, I, the first Blues team I saw, I think, were wearing blue shorts, shirts, and white shorts, not blue, blue, which was '66 onwards, I think, wasn't it? Uh, not a year old enough, I don't think. But um, <laughs> I. I I seem to think, I think it was, I went to the odd game before this. Of course, when we won the World Cup, everyone flooded in after that. Everyone, you know, that, that following season, I went every year then, every, pretty much every home game. When yeah. I was older, I started going to the away games as well. But, um, but yeah, that's it really. I might, you know, my dad, I mean, he was, uh, he, he used to work in the Bank of England and he's no longer with us. So, uh, yeah. you know, he, he, he and his mates, we, we used to go to every game. Yes. Yeah. Some of the aways, but always the home game. So we just got dragged along, me and my, my older brother. And, um, you know, that first time I went in, uh, you know, that smell, Everything, you know, as a young kid. Absolutely. My dad used to say to me, yeah. Yeah, I, I was watching the crowd more than the game, you know? And I was, because mm. you know, it was, in those days, we were getting 40,000, you know, I can, I can remember the, 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 the cup runs in 67 and 68. Anybody else here? Uh, no, my first game was 73. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I can remember there was, there was a few night games along the way there and I just, I couldn't believe, you know, it was my whole world was just captured ever since, you know, that. When somebody says to me, I was, I was down at Portsmouth and somebody said, says to me once as a Pompey fan, I said, I asked him what, what it meant to be a Pompey fan. He said, it's a, it's a gut feeling. It's quite a good way of putting it that, you know. Good way of putting it, yeah. Describe it really. It's kind of gut feeling and you can't really, you can't shed it after when it's there. It's kind of, you're not choosing, it's there, isn't it? I, That's the time it. I was, time I was, you know, I'd hit double figures, you know, I, was, I felt like a veteran, you know. I've got a younger brother. <laughs> Who started going as well? And I, he was, you know, and I used to think, oh, you know, <laughs> I was only ten or eleven, you know, and I'd been to go for five, four, five years, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, magic, really, and uh, I've never, never lost that. Really, it's kind of, it's a bit of a shame now that it's all a bit like a churchyard, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in those days, 
it's just I, I can't describe how, how, what I felt like when I was. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Did, did, did you go to the Fulham game, Chris, where we stayed up at the last minute? Uh, which one? Oh, the, the recent. No, no, no. Recent years. That, that was the last proper atmosphere. No, I didn't go to that one. It was, it was good. That was the last proper atmosphere at St Andrews, right? With what twenty eight thousand in. And it used to be double that, hadn't it? You know, um, that, when that cock started roaring, man, there was nothing, nothing like it on this earth. Yeah, listen, I mean, I'm, you know, I've been to loads of full houses in the new ground, but, you know, I mean, I sort of think the best best atmosphere I can remember in the new ground when it's been full would probably be uh, the first playoff semi-final against Watford. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. When we scored in the first second minute, some bloke landed on me from about 10 rows behind. Yeah. Uh, probably me. Yeah, like you actually. No, uh, yeah, that was that was a tremendous atmosphere. I remember that night. It was yeah, that, was yeah I remember that. Shaking. Yeah, and, and, and the and the the uh, League Cup semi final against Ipswich. I was with Ipswich. Ipswich. Yeah, oh, was that was Ipswich. incredible. I don't know why? But I was in the I was in the railway end that night. I was on the uh, the top tier then there then. But anyway, I was in the railway end, um, and that was. Yeah. was there, but all the pitch invasions, all that stuff. You know, it's just St Andrews when it goes. It's, Nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Quick message for Chris Brown. Can you uh, check the volume levels? Okay. Do you keep, do you keep going go. regular Chris through as well? Yeah. So my dad left. He retired early. And yeah. We went to, live, went to live in Wales, and, um, in Pembrokeshire. Lovely place. A lot of Brummies down in Pembrokeshire. Yeah, I've got family there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of them. Um, and I can remember leaving, and I just... You know, I was completely torn. It's a lovely place and everything. I thought, God, I'm going to go and live by the sea and all. But I just, you know, I mean, half of me was going, I can't, you know, because for one reason only. Blues. Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought, I'll see what we're going to do. But what, what happened was that we used to come back every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Every home game anyway. Because my, my, my granddad lived in, um, so we used to see him and go to the game. And, and that went on for a for first couple of years probably. Yeah, you know, but yeah, we still, but I went to college then and I used to go. But I've been going on, you know, on and off you know, throughout my life, really, even though I've not lived in Brum for got you know many years. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just, it's just there. But when you work in the media, it's just you know, as, as you, any any you know, sports person will tell you, you know, it's uh, you, you know, you work at the weekends a lot, so it's difficult, but um, it's hard, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's all the big, I've been to all the big games always, you know, yeah, yeah. Tell us about, tell us how yeah. that come about then. How did you start working in the media, Chris? Uh, well, I, I did, did I went to. <clears throat> A college in London, and when I left, I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. I didn't have a clue, but I, I was I could write because I, I got us an arts degree, and I, uh, I started doing hospital radio down in Wales. Uh, my folks ran a pub down on the beach in a place called Knowlton in Pembrokeshire, which is near Newgale. If anyone knows it, mm-hmm. lovely place. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I, was, I started doing stuff for the local local paper. Started doing stuff on the hospital radio. Then I got into local uh, local radio down in South Wales. And it went from there, really. And then I got a job yeah. down in Hampshire. So I was doing a bit of DJing, a bit of... Uh, oh, smash you nicely, mate, on for a Monday morning. It's all for charity. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, it's, I didn't do it for the music. I mean, I, I'm a massive music fan, but not not, not stuff you'd listen, on, listen to on local radio. It's more sort of underground and alternative stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, but I did that local radio, and then and then I got a chance to... Um, I lost my job, and, I, and, I, and Sky was just starting, and I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, uh, and I was I was there for twenty five years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, amazing place, amazing place to work in the nineties. Yeah. Now it's very corporate, and you know it's not, you know, but in the nineties when it was new and there was just you know there's there's fewer channels. Sky was it, it, it took a chance. You know, it said it, it was not risk, it wasn't risk taking, but it was kind of edgy. You know, um, uh, in the, this is in the days before Sky Sports News. This is when when I was working for Sky News doing the sports. You know. And yeah. I met many a blues fan on, on when I was doing stories, you know, and they because everyone, you know, who had a dish would sort of tune in and, and, and see the sport at 20 past, you know, and uh, yeah. uh, and I was lucky enough to 
I was in the studio a lot, but I, I was lucky enough to to get out as well. And I did all I did, I did seven World Cups in a row, which was fantastic. Wow! wow. Yeah. You meet. It's, I've got. I will be getting around to writing a book soon. soon well, soon, hopefully, but it'll be a bit, 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 bit blues and a bit of England and all sorts of stuff. But, mm. but great fun, you know. Um, Excellent. Yeah, that's how that's how I started really, and, and uh, it kind of it's a happy accident really. I didn't know really know what was going to happen, but it just went, you know. And then it's like you follow like life, you know, like our anthem, isn't it? Keep right on, you know, journey on. Yeah. You don't know what's going around the corner, and, no, and no, it to another. And before I knew it, I was on the telly, and you know, you're thinking, Christ, you know, didn't really plan this, but um, you know, <laughs> a, a fantastic experience. And uh, this question coming in from one of our uh, listeners, John Smith, he wants to know where you got that photograph of the, of the ground behind you. Yeah. Uh, that is, I'll tell you who, who, who gave, that is a limited edition print under Karen, when Karen Brady put it out in about 93 or something. Right. Uh, uh, and this one is signed, Barry Fry gave it. My dad, on his 70th, we went to a game, which game was it? We played we, in, you know, in, the, in the depths of our crapness, you know, in the early 90s. I think it was against, <laughs> was it Tranmere? We won 5-0. It was a night game. Uh, <clears throat> Jonathan Hunt was playing, people like that. It was quite good. Mid-90s mid more so then, I'd say. Yeah, mid-90s. It was 94. It was 94 because my dad's... My dad's uh, yeah, 94. Um, yeah. And Barry Fry gave me the gave him the picture because I knew Barry very well, you know, through just through TV. That's, that's one of the bonuses, you know, you do get to meet a lot of people in you know, football. Make contact, yeah. Yeah, he did. And, and Baz is brilliant. He, lovely Baron. Every time I see him now, we always get on like a house on fire. But he, he, he gave yeah. my dad a tie and took him in the changing rooms, gave him this picture, which I've still kept, you know. Yeah. I used to stand. I used to see if I'm right. I stood about there. <laughs> I tell you what, Chris. Stand. Chris. Yeah. I was about three places behind you with an arrow. <laughs> yeah. I always had an arrow on every week. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what, though? Like, every, every, you know, people stand in the same place. I can remember. Yeah, you know, looking around, the same faces every, every you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you? You know, you do. and occasionally I'd, if I have a mate with me or something, because you know, I did live in Brum then, don't forget. I mean, well, I did in the, the you know, until I was 14, but you know, when we, we used to always come back and I'd bring mates with me, uh, all kinds of people, and uh, and I'd take him further back in the in the in the madness at you know, in the back of the cop, you know, and, it was mad, wasn't it? It was oh, mad. Yeah. I remember a couple of times because uh, 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 we lived in Wales and I lived near uh, RAF Broadie, which is a, a RAF base in it's no longer open, but there's a, a, a US base there. And uh, I took a couple of lads on separate trips to, to Blues games. One of them, <laughs> the first one, get this, the first one was the FA Cup fifth round against West Ham. Do you remember that? And it kicked off in a big way. Oh, oh yes, I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> game was almost abandoned, not quite, but but it was with this, this American guy, and he was going, "Man, why are they brawling?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, and we I took him around town in the night, and he was like, he was like wide eyed, saucer eyed, you know. And the, the second time, uh, 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 another American guy, we went to the the, the Villa Blues game in '83 at Villa Park, the battle, you know, the Battle of Brum, which is yeah. on YouTube, that incredible game, and it poured down rain. Rain, remember that one? When um, uh, uh, Blakey nutted Steve McMahon at the end, and it was just a war. I mean, uh, we lost one nil. Peter With scored, but I was with this American guy, and he just didn't know what was going on. We were in the, in the Witten end behind in the lower lower Witten, uh, and it was just pouring rain, and it was you know it was all kicking off all over the place. And this guy was going, man, what's going on? <laughs> he really enjoyed it, but it was it was, it was great to share that. You know, welcome to Birmingham. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, great, loads of experiences like that. And um, 
But I used to stand that that that, that spot on that halfway line on the cop, you know. Saw some great games there. Leeds 73, 52,000. Remember that one? Mm, yeah. Um, really beat them. Yeah, all the cup games, you know, after that. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 75. The Notts County mm, game where we... Hmm? Did you go oh, to the Notts County game where we got, where we got promoted, didn't we? Notts County game. Yeah. Draw. Yeah, I went to that, yeah. Yeah, cracking. I was in the main stand for that game. <coughs> I was on the I was on the pitch afterwards, and I, I pinched a piece of grass, and I had it in a matchbox for years and years and years. I haven't got a clue where it's gone to. <laughs> I'll tell you, if yeah, I, I, I can. Sorry, Chris, I, I can remember standing in pretty much exactly where where you where you did uh, pretty much around that area in '91 when we played um, Brentford in the first leg in the Lallandaff Cup semi final. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that when Daisy scored? Wasn't it? Was it? Was it 2-0? Uh, no, that was against Norwich. So, I think Ian Rogerson got one. I remember that. It was a league game, wasn't it? It was a league game. So yeah. we up, didn't Brentford go up the same as the same year we did? And we, we... Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. The league game, that was... Yeah, that was, uh, no, yeah, that was 95, wasn't it? 94-95. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was 91. We won the, 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 the Leyland Daff, or whatever it was, the auto windscreens then. Um, and, uh, and, and beat... Beat Carla, uh, beat Brentford in a league game as well towards the end of the season. Remember Dace? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the yeah. Three, that was three, the, uh... three days later, wasn't it? Yeah, we won up. games. The I did a commentary for Capital Radio London because I worked for them for a while um, before I just before I joined Sky um, on that Brentford Blues second leg the one when we when we got to the final. Simon Storage. Simon Storage scored. Yeah, Storage. I went there. Yeah. That was the first time I'd do, done a commentary on a Blues game. Quite difficult to, and I was doing it for a London audience because Capital wasn't in Birmingham then. It was it was the, the original Capital London, you know, with Jonathan Pearce and uh, Mick Lowe's people like that. Uh, and uh, I remember I went nuts when we scored. You imagine, you know. Uh, and if anybody out there, if anybody, if anybody thinks that it's easy to do live commentary, turn your TV down next time there's a game on and try it. It is one of the most difficult jobs you can possibly have in the media, I think. Yeah. Telly commentary is different than radio commentary. Because <coughs> radio commentary, you're being the eyes of the, of the, of the listener, you know. So you, yeah. you've you yeah. got to describe, you know, you explain. But telly commentary, you know, anything in telly, you, you don't say too much because... No, I'm talking radio describe. commentary, yeah. People, yeah. Have got, people have got eyes, they see what's going on. So you don't, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't say it's just starting to bleed and obvious. You know, people can think and see what's going on. Mm. That's the art. Yeah. It's mm. a tough job, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> right, Chris, some uh, questions coming in. Uh, first one from Adam Wilkes. What's Chris' thoughts on having safe standing zones in stadiums? All for it. All for it. Yeah, can't I? Yeah, you know, I can't be doing. Rebuild this. the cop for me. <laughs> yeah. Rebuild to, the old cop. Going to Germany in 2006 World Cup. I remember England's first game was in Frankfurt, I think. Um, when we played, was it Ecuador? Um, Paraguay. Is it Paraguay, was it? Yeah. One anyway. Oh, uh, Paul will remember everything. He's a Mr. Encyclopedia. Paraguay, wasn't it? Yeah, they, yeah I think it was just, Paraguay. They, they had yeah. those things, you know, those barriers, and it, they turned into seats, and they, I remember doing a piece before the game about that, and that's 14 years ago. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, so it turned into rails, you know, there's nothing wrong with it at all. There was no way, you, you know, there was. it's not dangerous. Um, but everyone stands anyway, don't they? I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially away games. Yeah. yeah. And the next one that Chris said from John Smith, how does Chris rate Blues Villa Derby atmosphere compared to others as we get overlooked by the national media because of the loving with Manchester and Merseyside? Do you know, I, I don't think that's the case anymore because ever since we got back into the Premier League in 2002, those, the, 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 both the derbies in the first year 
if you ask anybody around the country as a neutral, that those two derbies were the were the best viewing for neutrals mm. of any derby you'll ever see. I mean, they were incredible games, weren't they? Oh God, yeah. um, you know, for, for, it, well, it was going off all over the place, wasn't it? Mm. But uh, you know, I, I, there was a time when, and it's still uh, people know the Blues Villa derby now is one. If you if you go online and look under best rivalries, Blues is very high. Blues Villa. 20, 30 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. No. But since, since the Premier League years and our derbies have been so good and there's always something happening in them, uh, mm. people have, have, have kind of got, um, you know, people appreciate it. And people, it's kind of appointment for you to view now. If you, I mean, I wouldn't sit and watch a Norwich Ipswich game probably or, a, you know, uh, I watch it if I, if I know it's going to be very edgy, you know, that's, that's appointment to view yeah. TV for me. And, uh, so working in the... Work- you get it now. Yeah. Definitely. Working in the media then, right? Okay. Now, we've had the introduction of VAR last year, yeah? Um, there was one very dubious goal that kept a certain football club in the Premier League. Um, and it was definitely a goal. We've all seen it go over the line. What's yeah. your thoughts on it? If you saw my Twitter feed at the time, I was all over the place with it. You know, I mean, it was a disgrace, wasn't it, really? But mm. turn it on. Oh, shocking. But it was the first game back, so if there was any, if there was mitigating circumstances, it was you know it's the first game back. With VAR, there shouldn't be any mitigating circumstances. Well, I, did clear, say, I did say it's on the night. Clear. Watch Villa stay up by a point. You'll find my tweet on my time on my. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, I remember thinking it at the time as well when it happened. Yeah, listen, you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I think it, I like VAR for goal line. That's the only thing I like it for. Yeah, yeah. I don't like anything else. I like it. I remember oh, another one just reminded me of um, when we played Pompey in the Cup. When was it? Yeah. Years ago? Oh, yeah. 2010, wasn't it? Yeah. Ridgewell. Liam Ridgewell scored. Ridgewell, yeah. Miles over the line. I was in line with it. You know, it was yeah. Oh, it was yeah, I was, I was beyond that, yeah. We were rubbish. We didn't deserve to win, but that was a goal. And that it was a blank goal, yeah. It was. Um, I was, you know, with my old Pompey mates then. I was thinking, you know, and they were laughing at me saying, you know, God, you're as bad as us. <laughs> there's, a, there's a kind of kinship there, you know. Yeah. Mm. I think it's good for offside as well, though. When you think back to Lee Bow, you're in the Carling Cup final and, mm. you know, goals that we've scored where, or, or, or decisions that have been wrong because they've been given offside. I mean, Lee Bow is probably the one I can think of, you yeah. know, off, off yeah, my head. The, 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 the Carling Cup against Arsenal, yeah, when he went through and he was brought down. Yeah, for first, first, yeah early doors, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. But he was given yeah. offside, and he was yards. He was about a yard on. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I, I remember, I, I, but that day's a blur to me. I tell you. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, talking about referees and controversial decisions and finals, two thousand and one. Oh yeah, yeah. League yeah. Cup final. Well, we all remember that. I mean, what, what, yeah. what an amazing mm. weekend that was. Uh, yeah. Following about two weeks later, I was doing. I was working on Sky News, doing the sports half hour, and. By luck, David Ellery was the guest. Oh, <laughs> I just strangled him. I, thought, I just strangled him on live TV. I, thought, I, thought, I, was, <laughs> I killed him. I buy my time here, so we can't be talking. <laughs> he's a bit like he's a school he's a school teacher by trade, and he's a bit you know he's a bit like that. And I said to him, "Why didn't you give that you know the Hon show on AJ?" And he sort of looked a bit sheepish and said, "I didn't see it as a penalty." That's what he said. <laughs> We didn't expand on it. Listen, I, I know it's not easy being a ref and you only get one look, but it was a real shame. But that's what he said. He said he didn't see it as a penalty, you know. 
you know, what, you, what can you say? I mean, mm. replay, I mean, it's, it's a shame because the VAR, because it was a definite pen. Yeah. Graham, Graham Haynes is asking live now, and thanks to Graham as well for finding the footage of Ian Bennett's penalty save oh, yeah. from, um, from Alan Shearer yeah. from 2000 and the year 2000, wasn't it? So Have we got that now? 1999, sorry. 1999 yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so Graham's Have asking. We got the footage for that now. Paul? Yeah. Yeah, Graham Haynes put the Newcastle United. Absolutely unbelievable. Well done, Graham. Yeah, well done, Graham. He's never seen it before. He'd yeah. never seen it um, <laughs> since it happened. Never even once watched it. He said he can't find it anywhere. So, Graham, well done to you, my friend. Yeah, well, for, some, for some reason, it's not, it's not on any blues footage at all. Can't no, find it anywhere. No. It you know Newcastle what the weird United. thing is, Paul? Yeah. Paul, you know what the weird thing is, right? And I said to Benno, don't say that, mate, because I tell you what, we'll guarantee almost that somebody will find it somebody for you. Somebody will find it, yeah. 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 To be the Newcastle United season review, though, to, to find it, you know, not the Blues one. That's <laughs> yeah. superb, then. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so, um, hang on, I've lost his question now. I'll give him all that build-up, and now I've lost his question. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does Chris think of our current owners, Graham's asking, Chris? Ooh, don't get me started. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a decade of mismanagement, hasn't it? Yeah. When Carson came in, I thought, okay, you know, and winning the League Cup so quickly, everyone thought, blimey, you know. Uh, uh, Dizzy Heights. Yeah. I mean, and what a terrible shame we got relegated, you know, two months later, not even that. I was, I was at Tottenham that day and I was with Alex after the game and I remember saying to him, don't leave. What happened? Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, after that, well, obviously, listen, Carson was sadly, you know, he was a crook and he's, you know, he's, he's been inside, you know, and um, mm -hmm. now, I mean, the, the owners now are, are the result of what happened there, aren't they? It was pushed Without a doubt. To, to, Without to, a doubt. It's, it stayed in Hong Kong. It, to me now, it's even, it's, it's, it's so murky that, you know, <laughs> the, the biggest thing for me is two things. You know, they brought... An administrator, you know, I haven't met Rendon. And, you know, listen, he might be under all kinds of pressure and he might, you know, they say, uh, I, I know some people have met him and say he's, you know, he's quite a bright guy and he's, he's quite pleasant. But he doesn't have any experience. That is, that is a big problem for me, you know, as, as an administrator. You know, you can't run a football club properly without experience. Now, beyond that, you've got... Uh, you know, it's, it's all about it's all about the, the the listing of the Hong Kong Stock Exchange listing, isn't it? And the, the beef I have now is that we just don't know who, who, who's funding the club. <clears throat> I was doing it. I was in, I was I was ITN uh, doing a piece on Wigan the other week, and there was a guy from the Football Sports Association, I think, and it was a great quote from him, and he was dead right, saying a lot of people just do not know who owns their football clubs. <clears throat> problem, you know, and the football league just sit by and let it happen. Um, Hopefully that's going to change. The process will change for the better. But how many clubs are there around the country now that, that don't really know who's running them? That, that is a big problem for me. Um, and you know, it's all very well. Rendong, you know, he's done okay this year since since the, you know he got Karanka in and he was full of it. And you know he's obviously started to engage. I think the reason he he did that was because he was pretty pleased with himself. And it's a natural human thing to do that, isn't it? To you know. It's, it, you know, he's got a good guy in, we hope. Mm. Uh, however, you know, I just wish the whole thing would be a little bit more transparent, right through to the to the to the to Mr. King. Um, 
I know, you know, I know Harry very well. Harry met Mr. King and the owners, but didn't know who they were. You know, it was a mystery, mysterious kind of uh, group, really. And we don't know anything, how he's funding it. That's, that's, a, that's a real problem. And there's always that danger that we could go the same way as, as Wigan. Uh, I'm sure it's difficult for Rendong because he's, you know, he's, he's been brought in by the owners to, to run the club. He's doing his best he can. He's not very experienced. Uh, he's learning, hopefully, um, and you, know, you, you get the impression he's, he's not comfortable about talking. You know, the, guy, the guys who who, who employ him, um, but you know, one thing about football is that the fans are always there. Owners, players, managers come and go. The ones who underpin the whole thing are us five here, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. know, thousands of others. But they're the ones who who should be informed you know and it's it's pretty sad it's a real indictment of the game that that you know people who, who put the money into the club and you know who are there through thick and thin don't know what's going on that's that's mm. a, that's mm. a, that's so in answer to that question um i'm a bit underwhelmed to be honest um but ultimately you're you know if you if you, if you win if, if if the club is doing well then people see past that don't they As yeah. we saw at the end of last season What's the lot? This is our worst run since 1986. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, really. Uh, and that's you know we saw what happened at the end of the end of the end of the last campaign. I mean you know the, that that which was the game when when behind closed doors, but Rendon got not attacked, but he was you know confronted outside the stadium. I think it shook him up a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it's just we're losing games and people don't see any direction and have no idea what where the club is going, and that's that's not right. No. Mm. Well, so, seven, seven months without a win. Shocking, I think you, you're yeah. saying that more as a fan as well, though, aren't you, Chris? <clears throat> yeah. no, I'm, I'm saying you're, you're saying that from a fan's point of view, not a media point of view. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, you know, you, yeah. you, you know, you look at it from both sides, but but as a fan, yeah, I, I think you know it's uh, you know it's in the dark, really. Um, mm. And that's it's a blues way, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, ultimately, a, a happy ship, a winning ship is a happy ship. <laughs> when you start losing, you know, that's when the wheels really start to go. And mm-hmm. yeah, def- I think this, this, this coming season is going to be very interesting. Mm. Well, we've had one game and lost that one so far. Mm. Cambridge, come on, Cambridge. Mm. I, think, I think we need to obviously ride... Sort of, you know, until the transfer window's closed, and Karanka's got whatever players he wants, you know, and mm. it's probably going to take us till probably sort of, you know, later this month or even mid October to get some sort of, you know, rhythm going and get the lads to know each other and get something going on the pitch, you know, because it's going to take time for any take time for any manager, doesn't it? So, oh, definitely. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. make a bad start though. I mean, it'll start. You know, they need to get a win soon, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's seven months. It's going to become eight months. It's going to become nine months. I mean, listen, there's a, there's a few players to come back. So it's that, the side that played at the weekend was was pretty weak, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the side of the weekend was probably weaker than the one that finished the last season. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, mm. I, yeah. But having, I, I've, but having said that, it was an unexpected result. And well, you look at the other scores. I'm not, I'm not justifying it, but. Is it a massive shock early rounds of the cup these days? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a bit of a shock. I mean, none of none of us saw that coming, did we? 
Oh, the, I oh, no, I didn't see it, probably. No. But I then not, I didn't. I did didn't, not didn't, see it coming. <laughs> no, no, I did not. I, no. I, I thought, so. but, 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 you know, it, it's um, morale's quite low at the moment. But there's no, yeah, there's no goals. There's no, there's no I don't see that, Chris, to be honest with you. Morale being quite low. You've got a new gaffer coming in. Ivan Sanchez has turned up today. Um, you, yeah, you know, the, the winning habit is gone. You know, it, yeah. it's. Yeah. it's you know, as, as Karanka said after the game, you go goal behind that's and the head's, the head's straight down, you know, mm-hmm. because it's... Yeah. But that's not the Birmingham City way, though, is it? I've forgotten how to do it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when, you know, Jukovic comes back and a, a few others, um, it'll look a different side. I'm not sure about... I can see why Karanka's brought in his ex-Borough boys, because that's what managers do. Steve they always do, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they do. I, I'm not sure it's... For the longer term, it's you know it's the right. I mean, the two guys over thirty. George Friend seems a really nice guy. I don't know much about Clayton, but he's mm-hmm. a bit mm-hmm. awesome. Um, it's just basically, you know, it says to me that he is the, the kind of guy who is going to um, maintain that Karanka style, you know, which is very solid at the back. You know, protect the back four, a um, mm-hmm. couple of holding mid- midfielders, and will be quite hard to beat. But at the other end, I just don't know where the goals are going to come from. Well, we got, oh, we got Leco. Scott Hogan back. Yeah, there's talk of that. We've got Leco yeah, and Sanchez yeah. to come as yeah. well. But I think one good sign for me is that, you know, Karanka is, is making decisions on transfers, isn't he? And who comes in? I mean, obviously, Clayton and Friend tell you that. Yeah. So that's well, definitely listen, one. It was, a, it was a long deliberation, wasn't it, uh, 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 over the contracts? I mean, I'd heard, I had various things about that. You know, the, back, the backroom staff is a sticking point. Uh, I think Blues, I think Dong has, has got. He wants he wants a project. He wants to do it properly now, um, but I think they wanted him and not necessarily any baggage. You know, basically, we haven't got any money. That's the problem. Mm. Um, so, um, you know, that, that's that's one thing. And, and, and well, don't get me started really on 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 the, on the recruitment. Um, I like, you know, I think, I hope that that, that managers and future managers will, will will get a say. I mean, it's, it's there seems to be more and more directors of football now. I, I don't know a lot about Christian Speakman, but again, he's not, you know, isn't a massive amount of experience. I don't think, um, uh, from what I know from people I've spoken to as well. Um, so we're kind of winging it a bit. Mm-hmm. I can I can see the idea. I can see, you know, I think it's 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 good that you're thinking long long term, but. My, my my problem is, you know, the, the personnel is just a bit weak. We're running the club. Long term certainly isn't thirty odd year olds, though, is it? Sorry. Long term certainly isn't thirty odd year olds. It isn't. No, that's uh, that's why I'm no. saying, it, it, you know, Clayton, you know, if it's a project, but I think it's, it's just managers always do it. Uh, they they bring in mm. players. No, he's come in here and he's obviously had to be persuaded to, to join the club. You know, he's got his he's got the majority of his backroom staff in. Took ages to they were talking for ages, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, and you know, obviously part of the discussion is 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 the projects and how you know uh how who's gonna you know he he wants control, no manager wants to be told what to do. No, but you, when you when, when, when you look back when you look back to the last time we we were promoted, and I'm not even saying for a second that's gonna happen this season, or could well it could, but you know, I'm just saying that last time we went up, we had Carsley in the team. We had Stephen Carr. We had Kevin Phillips. Yeah. We had Boya. Yeah. You know, we decided yeah. to play at the wrong end of 30. And it, and, it, and it has worked for us in the past, in the short term, hasn't it? 
Mm. Yeah, that's that's true. But there were players who'd been around, you know. I mean, mm. um, you know, they, it was. Yeah, McLeish was a was was a canny was a canny guy. Um, yeah. Mm. But you know, I, if we're talking a project, it's where you start, really. I mean, it's it's a long. The, the biggest single thing I think we, we lack is a, is, a, is a proper structure at the club. The, the first thing you've got to get right is the infrastructure. Right? Yeah. Mm. You know, solid foundation. And then you start to build the building blocks from there. So we've kind of done it backwards a little bit. Mm. So they've sort of, you know, they've jumped in and now they've got to think of a, a, a way forward. Um, mm. It's a shame, really, because we we're always we we're always well known for our academy and our, you know bringing the youngsters through and whatever. And the mm. structure was there. What happened? <coughs> what happened? I mean, we, we they're, they're still coming through, but they're going. Yeah, they're not hanging yeah. around, are they? Yeah. The kids. Yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Robert was saying he didn't feel, feel enough to have gone out on, on loan. That's maybe mm. maybe true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Um, he felt that, and I know that, you know, that his thoughts, uh, that I think the guys around the club didn't really appreciate, you know, that, that they didn't agree with, with him saying that. Mm -hmm. um, he told me... Okay, lots of interesting questions coming in. One from Chris Redden from a small while ago. Hi, Chris, do Sky, uh, do Sky like blues, as we always get the feeling that they don't? I'll let you a little secret. There's a little, there's a little clique of people at the Sky in high places, from across the expressway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. You answered the yeah. question. A very good yeah. pal of mine, who I've known since he was a teenager, is now running Sky Sports, and he's a big Villa fan. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, he's a, oh. he's a, he's a nice lad. He's, he's, he's crying he's, out loud. We've had him in government. <laughs> we've got a prince, and now we've got the head of Sky. Yeah. What's going yeah. on. The head, the head of Sky oh. Sports was a Villa fan. The head of Sky Sports Football now is a Villa fan. Uh, that's me not watching Sky Sports again. No, uh, that's it. Uh, but but yeah, there are there's a few of them around actually. Um, you know, so but I I've always you know I've always run the gauntlet wherever I've gone. You know, I mean, Blues are never the most popular club anywhere. No. <laughs> but it just makes you know it makes me dig my heels in even more. So but but yeah. um, what was the original question? Sorry, you were going to say. Uh, Regarding whether Sky loves us or not, I think. That's what yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, they, they love the, the clubs that are going to get the most viewers for them, you know, um, and that's you know the big, the big, the big six. Money, money, money. Oh, sorry, I was just singing a song. Are we, are we pleased that Leeds? <laughs> pleased that Leeds gone up? Um, yeah. Uh, they don't dislike blues, but I mean, there, there was a little Villa, Villa mafia <laughs> as guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, listen, it's. Um, that's like the revelation of the world that is Chris yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I believe this <laughs> yeah. I mean you know it's like we have a great banter all the time you know uh, uh, over the years I mean I've you know I've, I've give as good as I get, uh, uh, I get there's a few blues fans at Sky there were I, I don't work there anymore but um, uh, I worked there for a long time um, there's a few mm. few still there um, but we're generally outnumbered by them and, yeah. uh, I don't know well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, is that, I don't know why it's Sky. There's always loads of Palace fans there. I, don't, I never quite understand that. But yeah. since the half of London, I spoke Crystal Palace. Um, but it's great. I mean, I saw a good thing about when you, you know, I, I've not lived in Brum. So, I, you know, I, I kind of, that, that sort of, when you when you live outside, you're kind of, you're extra defensive, you know. Mm. You, it touches a nerve more often. So you're always, you know, you're always sort of fighting the corner. Um, you get that kind of banter, you know, so. Uh, I quite like that actually. Uh, all, and you see, you know, 
people from different clubs in different parts of the country, not from their own yeah. parts of the country. And you kind of get a, a, a feel of that kind of, you know, where where that kind of bit like how big a, you know, how popular are blues and stuff. I don't think, I think people respect blues for being a very honest, you know, no nonsense, no bull, you know, uh, well, people know that about the club, don't they? It's uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Don't take themselves mm. too seriously. Uh, um, Salt of the earth, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah exactly. And I, yeah. I think you know, people, people, people like that about blues. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, one from Ray Hobbro here. Question for Chris: What one thing would you do or change to bring football fans back? Uh, uh, well, I've got two: <laughs> standing and poker pies. Definitely poker <laughs> pies. Tell you what, yes. I'd, I'd halve the price admission. Yeah, half the price admission. Yeah, yeah. When we were kids, there was never ever any occasion when you you thought, "Oh, I can't afford to can't go." Afford today. it? Yeah, yeah. Never That's right. We had this conversation we before. We yeah, went. yeah. We all went, and and we'd you know we'd turn up you know with a half a crown in the pocket, you know, mm. or duck under the turnstiles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And everybody went. I mean, so. And given that you know the TV money it might start to drip soon, but uh, mm. you know it's what pretty much props up the clubs. Yeah. yeah. What would you rather an empty, half empty stadium or a exactly. full one? If that 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 would bring people back, I think. Mm. And people if people don't enjoy the experience, if there's no atmosphere, no, um, no. Come back. So I'd I'd yeah I'd half the prices. I really would. I'd, I'd make for for a championship game, fifteen quid. Yeah, tops. Get them in now. You got to get the kit. Germany have done it for years. Yeah. You know, Germany have done it for years. Exactly. Yeah. Russia, Portland, cost two bob. You know. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, <coughs> Why right. can't we do that? Uh, I've got to say hello to GA. He's uh, listening tonight, and of course uh, Leonard Edgington, all the way from Queensland, Australia. Who gets up at around about four or five o'clock in the morning to listen to the show? Welcome to you. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. <sighs> Any more questions? Yeah. Chris, um, sorry, Paul, have you got any questions from in the week, mate? I have indeed, mate, yeah. Okay. yeah. Do you want to go what, what, what we do, Chris, is we just put out there on our page just to ask anyone if they've got any questions for our special guest. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just, I'll just ask you a few that have been asked. So uh, Cole Sparrow's asking, what was the hardest interview you have ever taken with a Blues player from Ryan, aged eight? With a Blues player? Uh, yeah. Mm, difficult one. Ryan, aged eight. I remember being eight, watching Blues, and I was your age. <laughs> right, that was those guys going back a few years. Yeah. Uh, but that's the age you've got to get. I've never, never had a, a hard interview with the blues player. I've got to be honest. I mean, um, uh, yeah. So uh, no, I mean, I, you know, hey, not working in the city. I, you know, I, I've not covered that many blues games. I mean, I, I've done England, you know, all the, you know, uh, but. No, no, nobody's given me a hard interview, really. Uh, no, no. We can change it to favourite then. Who was your favourite blues player to interview? Maybe. Uh, Trev. Yeah. I've known Trev since he was you know, a lot for a long time. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I did, a, I did a podcast with him. It's on my um, did a thing called Rock and Gold's podcast. Which is, oh, yeah. I think I saw a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We had a good chat about that. And of course, it was the 50th anniversary uh, of the first game. Was cool. Charles's debut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can remember, you know, I, I, what, what days they were, you know, I, mm. I saw his home debut when he scored against Oxford, the mm. tilt and in off the post. So all those games, 12, 12 goals, eight games, 12 goals and eight games when he was 16, you know. Wow. 
yeah, 15 and 15 it was. Yeah. We almost and, um, went far off getting promoted that season. And of course, we went up the following season when he was 17, you know, 17, yeah. and 18 at the end of the promotion season. But he was, you know, he was, his goals were, and I tell you, when, when we won the, World, the League Cup um, in 2011, I did a thing at Wembley with him and uh, with Trevor and Ray Parler before the game. And I was lucky enough to have a kick around on the pitch um, on the day before, something for the sun or something. Uh, and I said to Trev, uh, "Do you remember, can you remember those? You know, the, the, the seventy, the seventy seventy one season." And he couldn't remember really the games. <laughs> I can remember them all. You know, I remember the one against Carlisle when he, when he was just a worldie. And I remember him two or three games when he ran from the halfway line and just just ran from the halfway line. Didn't he said, he said, I'm not passing to anybody. Just right around. <laughs> school, you know. It was like watching Rooney, but he was quicker and sort of yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he couldn't really remember. And I don't know if you. Um, it was, it, was, it, was, it was the same age as me, Chris, is it? Ish. I'm about the same, yeah. yeah. I think I'm a yeah, year... Yeah. Do, do you remember? Do you a remember? Older. You know, you, know, you, know the, 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 you probably remember about well, three or four months ago now when Jude's uh, was really hitting the headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sun did a big spread on mm-hmm. his move to... Uh, who's going to... Yeah, the back yeah. page was like 50 million quid for the teenager, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, there's a big yeah. spread on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can remember the same thing with Trevor in 1970. Yeah. It was a natural thing when he was, you know, uh, in, the, in the days when, you know, we were just such an unfashionable club. And it was a national, I mean, he shot to fame, not just at our level, but across the board, you know. Yeah. I, I've still, I, I, had, I, I had the copy of The Sun and I kept it for 50 years, 40, whatever years it was. Uh, and I said to Trevor, do you remember that? And he said, no, don't remember that. <gasps> so I, I, I gave it to him um, and he, you know, he was, he was very nice about it and he, he wanted to show his kids you know it was a, a splash really when he was 16 mm-hmm. and uh all, all those things and you know all, all those games that he, he couldn't really remember because the, the, there were none of them were filmed as i said on twitter yeah. the other day yeah. none of that season was filmed 70 71 71 72 promotion season yeah. trevor was 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 such a brilliant player i mean he he didn't it's hard to describe really i, I said to him you know years later i said Did, was it coached out of you because he used to get the ball. Do you remember the, when Rooney first came in and he got the ball and he's on, it was against West Brom, I think, for Everton. And he got the ball and he put his hands on his hips and he stood on the ball and said, come, come and get it off. Come and get it. Come remember that? That's it. And Trevor was a bit like that, but he wasn't a show off. No. But he got the ball and he'd go, right, where's the goal? Yeah. And he'd set off. And he said, he said, you know, he got told off a few times because he, he just knew, he just thought he could score from the halfway line every time. He had that. It was so quick, and he had that dribbling skill. And half the time they came off, you know. And we were as, as young kids, you know, we were just, we were just like everyone flocked us in Andrews, you know, just to see this kid. You know, it was it was it was fantastic, you know, super boy, super boy. And I, I think somebody did get coached out of him eventually. He got injured, of course, a few times, mm-hmm. but but they were great days. They really were. And um, oh, it's just a shame he just really re- remember that much about them when he was, you know, mm-hmm. slipping the kid at sixteen, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, when he left as well, uh, when he went, left to Nottingham Forest, um, I was doing a paid well, two paper rounds a day, and that paid for my train fare, entry fare, and a couple of beers at the age of probably fifteen. Yeah. I shouldn't really say that, but <laughs> and um, that that was as it was, you know. And I walk into the paper shop this one morning. I pick all my papers up, yeah. And of course, they're all facing the front. You never look at the back. So what you want to do is go and get them done, get them yeah. job done. And I get part way around, and I, and I turn to the back page. Trevor Francis has been so. I just sat on the curb and heartbroken, cried. Heartbroken, heartbroken. I really cried, broken, honestly. 
Oh, it was the same with Bob Latchford as well. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, Bob went off. It was like, oh, no, you know. Yeah, um, that was a shock as well. Earlier, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But that was, that was a horrible yeah. day when Trevor went. Yeah, yeah, horrible. Question. <laughs> We had a great team then, though, didn't we? we oh, had, fabulous team! Great days, great days, the glory the days. Team, the best team we've had since the since the mid fifties, when my dad would tell me about the yeah. old and all these people. Yeah. But mm. that early seventies team, no question, was our best no, team. No, no. Yeah, Pete mm-hmm. Taylor's just put a, a good interjection in here. My mum always tells me how good Francis was for us, but not the same player for England, though. Any ideas why you think that might have been? Uh, when he got injured, I mean, he he, mm. got, he should have been picked for England when he was eighteen. Yeah, but he didn't for various. He got injured and. Um, and it was like, oh, the kid's too young. You know, yeah. it was, it was in those days, no, nobody paid, aged 18 got picked for England. Yeah. And then he eventually got picked when he was 21, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did Achilles the, the weekend before. Sheffield United, remember it yeah, well? Yeah, I remember uh, yeah, yeah. Went to Sheffield United, it was, oh, Francis finally gets his go. Boom. Yeah. Thousands yeah. of Blues fans down to Wembley. Or something. Yeah. And it's so really unlucky, you know, one of those players who didn't really, but, um, but, but honestly, I mean, it was. It's. I know we we kind of have rose tinted spectacles a little bit, mm. but he was he was a, he was a special player, Trev, um, and could have been even better than he was. I think. Mm. You know, just a bit more luck. Uh, yeah. He was. You know, it was just that. You know, it's a bit like people say Messi, and you know, I often have this argument with people. I mean, to, to me, the greatest player of all time is Maradona. I think. Because he was just a cheat. Mm. It was a cheat. It was a cheat. It was a flawed character. But but when he got the ball and he just set off, it was like try to stop him. Yeah. Mm. Messi, Messi in the same way, but there's another quite you know he's, he's a bit more fragile mentally, isn't he? And he easily and yeah. knocked around. Who, who, who sold? Who sold? Who, who sold Trev? Uh, Chris? Was it uh, Sir Alf? Uh, somebody's just saying, was it Sir Alf? Uh, that's a good question. Um, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a feeling. Wasn't it Jim, wasn't it Jim, Jim Smith? Smith? Look at him. Oh, it's Jim Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Jim? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe Jim. it was Jim. Actually, he was there. Yeah, seventy-eight, eighty. It could have well been actually just about. Yeah, yeah I think it was actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question. Though. Good question. That was a good yeah. team. Um, yeah, the team was good with Frank Worthington and, uh, and and Neil Watmore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Another question coming in from Craig Courtney. He's just saying that the crowd at St Andrews always seems to make the difference, and and obviously no win and luckless run since uh, the stadiums have been have been empty. So we need to get fans back, but only when it's safe. Even at twenty five percent attendance, the ground would sound like a full house compared to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it would. One, from what I know, I mean, it won't be long before there'll be crowd. You know, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I no. imagine season ticket holders um, will get some kind of mm. uh, priority. Yeah, I was today. I think Stoke are doing something where you you, you buy eleven games or something where yeah, you because know, they don't know what, what's going to happen. You buy the first, and it will, I'd imagine it will be the most loyal. It'd be a bit like a caps thing, and people have you know regular, mm. uh, you know, they'll be the ones who, who get in. Um, Oh, interestingly, Stoke City, I've, I've been working with a Stokey today. Stoke City have um, introduced a, a scheme where um, the amount of supporters that are allowed into their stadium, half of them get a red season ticket, half of them get a white season ticket, and it, they alternate alternate games. Oh, right, that's uh, a good idea. That's, yeah. that's a very good idea. It is yeah. a good idea, yeah. yeah. However anybody thought of that in Stoke, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mind you, they've got they they have got quite a few uh, uh, season ticket holders, haven't they? I don't, we haven't got. Yeah, quite a lot. They got a good season stoke, I think. I've got yeah, yeah, we haven't really got that mm-hmm. many, have we? How many we have about twelve thousand. Twelve thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Last could, season, yeah, yeah, yeah it was so twelve. Twelve thousand. It's, it's awful, isn't it? 
It's poor, really. Well, look, it's second yeah. city club, yeah. It's, it's very poor. It's very poor. Yeah, I did on, on my my um, on my media channel, my YouTube channel. I did a, did an interview with Niels DeVos, um, who's uh, former Sale Sharks rugby CEO and ran UK Athletics until recently. And he's a proper sports administrator, just the sort of guy, you know, who should be running blues, really. Uh, and he was saying, <laughs> he's dead right, is we're losing the next generation. It's, it's been happening for yep. a while. The younger kids are just not supporting blues anymore. You know, it's a family thing. I got mine from my dad. And, you know, I'm sure you're the same. But, there are, you know, it, the, the connection is starting to break. It has been for, for, for a while now. So, you know... There are kids, some kids who should be sporting Blues or Villa or whatever, who's sporting Chelsea, Liverpool, yeah. and, and and he felt that you know that that connection with uh, the club needs to do more to bring them. You know, you've got to really work to get the next generation in. You but, do, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think the, I say I think the kids nowadays are exposed to so many things. I mean, for example, I mean I've got a thirteen-year-old. And he's got no interest. He lost interest when he was about six. Yeah. But yeah. He's, yeah, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. It, it is no cliche, but the kids are of the future. You know what I mean? They are. They are definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just yeah. Got, a, got a couple more questions as well, if that's okay, from, uh, yeah. from the viewers. Um, so, Siobhan Kenny's asking, as a Blue Nose, you've seen the ups and downs of our beloved club and all the emotions that go with it. But for you, have you ever shared any tears of joy or sorrow? And if so, can you remember which ones? Oh yeah, Carney Cup. When final. Villa went down, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so yeah. much. Yeah, no, no Carney Cup final was uh, was the, uh, uh, no, I tell a lie. The, f- the first time was all right. You, you can tell you, you guys can tell me which game this was. Mm-hmm. It was April. No, you probably can't actually. You're probably not old enough. No, April nineteen seventy-two, Hillsborough. Oh, semi-final. Uh, the semi-final, yeah. Is that the final? Semi-final yeah. against Leeds. Against oh, the Leeds one. No, the Fulham yeah. one was uh, yeah. 75. We got the three semi-finals in seven years, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. The Leeds one, I was, you know, I was kind of young and I remember sitting on it. I mean, yeah. even I can remember it now. I mean, I was just completely overcome. We got battered 3-0. Yeah. But it, that was one of the best sides. Oh, Roger, Roger Hind. Oh. Well, yeah, listen, we, we got promotion that season, but yeah. we were up against Billy Bremner, Peter Lorimer, Alan Clark, yeah. Mick Jones... You know Eddie Gray, Johnny Giles. I mean, they were just too good for us. But they, they, you know, they they were the best team in Europe just about at the time. Uh, Mm. I remember. I can remember. You know, Mm. the one thing, the cop Sheffield Wednesday was blue and white. Yeah, it's beautiful. These were bigger than us, but we had twice as as many fans as they did. Yeah, yeah. At that that age, I I just you know that 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 was one. I the end. I cried. Chris, the. when when we played um, Fulham, I was told at the time that it was the biggest ever away following. I think it was something like 40, yeah. 40, 42, well, The replay at Main Road. Yeah, and the replay yeah. at Main Road on the Tuesday night. Twenty six. Was it pay on the door? I don't know, but there was. Well, it, was, was a, it was three days later, wasn't it? it yeah, was three re- days later, another twenty eight thousand yeah. uh, followers. When the Hillsborough one was the the um, and and then Joe Gallagher scored, and then the, the replay. Yeah, I think you might be right. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, at the time, it was the it biggest was, ever. Away. That, everyone just went, and it was just all blue. Oh, but, um, I came back. That was, most, at... that was the most disappointed I've ever been. Oh, cried, cried without question. Yeah. I was I was fifteen or something at the time. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, saying, and yeah. I can remember. You know, I just. Yeah, I came back on a special at one thirty in the morning, and I had to stand up. Yeah. Nowhere, there's no seats. It was the other time I shed tears was uh, was it was the Carling Cup final. Oh yeah, yeah. oh I did. What, yeah, about, what about what about the Millennium? What about the Norwich? 
Yeah, right, Norwich United too. Playoffs, yeah. Program of the uh, and the, the Carling Cup final, um, and because of that, and I, and I regret it now. They invited me into the. I was up at the in the, in the Carling box, which was at the other end where the Blues fans were. And I was with my mum, mm. who went to the nineteen fifty six Cup final. Yeah, uh, we were walking around the ground. We saw a picture of you know Gil Merrick in the nineteen fifty six Cup final and the Bert Troutman thing. I said, "Yeah, you were at that game." She went, "Bloody hell, weren't you?" But um. But I was at the wrong end, you know, and I, I, I felt it was weird. I tried to, I, halfway through, I tried to get round, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it was, it was the weirdest thing, honestly. I, I felt like, you know, uh, um, I was so disconnected um, and just seeing it. I was at the end where Ziggich scored, you know, I was just in this box, you know. Mm. And who was I with? I was with Cammy. Cammy, I was all over, jumping all over Cammy, I remember, with Chris Kamal. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was funny. Being, being up with Blues fans, it was a bit odd. Um, but... All my best of my family were there. They were all at the other end, and I was with yeah. my mum, sort of, you know, trying to make my own little party and all these Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. there with three sons, actually. I, yeah. I, at the end of it, I was just, I just, yeah, you know, I remember walking away from the ground, and just I, it was a very odd feeling. I was, yeah. I was actually yeah. stunned. I was a bit. I was, I was very quiet. I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I didn't know what to say. Yes, yeah, so after, after yeah. the game, I was really quiet, and we came, yeah, we, we were back on, the, on our train coming back. It was quiet. It was eerie. You know, it was shocked. Strange. I think we yeah, were so shocked. shocked. We just won a cup. I think we'd all gone numb. We'd all gone numb in shock, hadn't we? Yeah. I was like, as well. Nobody knew yeah. what to do. That's no, nobody knew no, what to do. Right. How do you celebrate? Yeah, I, what I felt like. I, I didn't know what to do next. I thought, well, what, what now? What, is that it? Is, is, yeah. is that it? <laughs> is that what it feels like? What happens? Nobody knew what to do. I almost felt disappointed. It was, it was a very weird feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what it's like? You know, That's it, yeah. What happens next? And I'd found those kind of more exhilarating somehow. Yeah, yeah. But... But it was all worth it. I thought, you know, I don't know if you guys went. I, I did you know, most of the European. Yeah, trips, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, there yeah. with my three sons, Chris. Yeah, yeah. and uh, when Stevie Carr was leading that team up, up them steps, I, I, I got off that. I tell you what, I got goosebumps all over me. I yeah. Promise you. I, 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 I said to them, I said, look at this. Take it in. This will probably never happen again in my lifetime. Just right. have this moment, and the tears were just pouring down my face and they were just looking at me smiling away they were loving it what a brilliant day i think at what that time i was day. i was battling with a steward trying to get around to the blues fans <laughs> <laughs> i got all the way around and they wouldn't let me through I, I went back to another few beats <laughs> but, uh, okay and the the final question is from adam wilkes and he's put what is the most memorable breaking news story you've covered in, during your career uh cool there's been a few of them um i mean you get deaths i mean i, I I remember being on air when oh. the ten got killed and stuff like that. Um, uh, from a football point of view, um, probably well, things that stand out. There's so many of them, really. But I remember we talked about the World Cup earlier. I remember, I remember going to um, it wasn't the 2018. It was when we tried to get the World Cup in 2006. I remember going to, to Switzerland, and we got again. We got hopelessly useless. I mean, we didn't get any votes at all. But it was the the one when um, remember South Africa were going to get it and Germany. Yeah. Uh, some, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a New Zealand guy. His name was Charlie Dempsey, I think, who said, "I'm not voting because I've been got at by all these crooks." And it cost South Africa, the, you know, the tournament. They went on to get it the next tournament, but um, and he, he, you know, I thought, what? You know, this guy didn't vote, and it, it cost them the World Cup. Uh, and he. Uh, he said, you know, he refused to do it on principle. And I uh, thought, okay. And uh, you know, Germany won it by half a point, you know. And it turned out years later that, that the guy had accepted money not to vote. 
it's not extraordinary, you know. I, I, it still bothers me that you know that um, his corruption in the game was. Uh, uh, but he at the time he said he didn't, do, you know, he, he just didn't want to vote because he didn't, he didn't, he'd been got at by, you know, so he, he refused to vote. But actually, it turned out he'd been he'd been paid. Extraordinary. He's no longer with us. But uh, but yeah, things like that. I mean, you know, there's some there's some great. It's quite an exhilarating, you know, industry to be in when you're doing news. Yeah. How many World Cups have you been to, Chris? In the last seven. So seven. Yeah. Yeah, What's your favourite one? Uh, oh, I mean, if, I don't know if you, you know, I mean, if you ever do anything, go to a World Cup because it's the best. I love going to World Cups. Yeah, you get all the different clubs. My favourite one, funnily enough, and you might be surprised by this, was probably Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people go not going. I, I, yeah. uh, I was working for the for FIFA, but I, I was down in. Uh, the people were just brilliant. I mean, people got it very badly wrong about hooliganism and everything like that. You know, the, the, the Putin made sure that nobody... But the media got it wrong, though, didn't they? They got the media, they're scared, they're scared to go. But all the people who went had a really great time. And, I, you know, I went all over the place. And, you know, the people were great. They just they just wanted to be included. And, um, you know, I got, I got quite interested in Russian football since then. And just being, you know, I just like them. You know, the, the, the people would, you know, just, you know, forget all the politics and the communism and, you know, all this stuff. And Russians are horrible, untrustworthy. It's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. It was... Uh, you know, great, great hospitality. Uh, they were really pleased to be that, that, that we came. That was a great World Cup, um, and, and football was fantastic as well. Uh, Japan was fantastic. Uh, USA. I went with '94. Went with, with Ireland. That was that was great because we were, I was embedded with the team. That's <laughs> great stories with with Roy Keane and 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 John Aldridge and Ronnie Wheeler and all the boys there. They were brilliant fun. Really great fun to be with. Um, and they, yeah, they made the most of it. Had a, had a great. Yeah. South Africa, they're, they've all been good, to be honest. Um, was you there? Was you there when Michael Owen scored his wonder goal against? Yeah, Argentina? yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. I can remember. I can remember. I can remember seeing. I can see it going in now. And I'm turning around. I was sitting. We were sitting in the stand. And I turned around and to a man. All the England press were up in it loads. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sit there and carry on writing. You know, mm. but everyone was standing on this. You know, it was uh, it was a brilliant goal and that was a good tournament. Uh-huh. As well, real shame yeah. it didn't get further, but uh, it was um, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, d- different times because because you know that World Cup was that was the the last World Cup when there was lots of trouble really. Mm. Ninety eight mm. after that. In South Africa, Chris, when you was in South Africa, what was your thoughts yeah. on the Vuvuzela while you were out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just you got used to it. You just got used to it. It was uh, made a lot of headlines. But it was it was kind of like a trumpet, blah, blah, blah. but um, yeah, it was it was. Uh, one thing I will say, I've been to, I've, I've did I've done four World Cup finals and all of them stank, useless games. Mm. Uh, uh, 2002 uh, Brazil Brazil Germany rubbish game that was all right it was, uh, only because of the headbutt you know uh, uh, the Zidane 2010 or, yeah. you know they're never great games no but it's uh, too much at stake isn't those yeah. two tents but I did go to the um, 2014 I did the 7-1 game I was at the 7-1 game that was uh-huh. quite, quite an experience yeah that was quite an experience you know see Brazil again I that Brazil, such a great football country. You can't, you couldn't help but have a great time there, really. Yeah. The best experiences I've ever had at a football game. It might just might surprise you. Uh, um, pop, you know, Blues, obviously, but outside of that, didn't involve me going to a game at all. It was watching Brazil twice in that tournament. Once was on the beach in Copacabana when they played Chile. There was like a there was like a, a fan zone on the beach, yeah. and it was full. You couldn't get anywhere near it. So you had to go around the edge. And to go around the edge, you had to go in the sea. <laughs> so we were on the beach of the Copacabana, you know, up to my waist in water with thousands of others. 
just watching Brazil uh, Brazil beat Chile. And when they score, when they score, they went on a shootout. It was just an incredible experience. It absolutely, I was just completely, uh, yeah. it was like fans going nuts, you know, going mad. You know, but imagine Blues get bolting in that, in that game and they stayed up. Uh, that sort of thing. But in the middle of the sea, you know. <laughs> It was yeah, amazing. Doing in the water. It was that yeah. one, and also in the in the, the following round, uh, they played uh, in a place called Salvador, which is just up there, which is very kind of uh, quite African. It's the bit that sticks out in Brazil. It's halfway to bloody Africa. Um, and and I was watching a game in in the old town there, where um, all the people it was like cobbled streets and narrow, and people everyone put their tellies out the window. The streets were full. Everyone had their yellow shirts on, and you were watching it. And there's guys selling drinks in the street, capuranas, which is like a kind of cocktail. And you were kind of watching it. It's like you're in a crowd, yeah. but you weren't in the stadium. You were in the, you know, you were really among the people who couldn't afford to go to the games. But they were real football fans, yeah, yeah. and everybody came out and watching yeah. that game. The game when um, when Neymar got injured. Remember they they, they beat uh, Colombia, but Neymar got injured. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was just a, a fantastic experience. It was just you know unique. But you can't you could never replicate that anywhere else. Really. It was being mm. in a real football country. You know, mm. like you know, that kind of blues thing, that gut feeling I talked no. about earlier. It was a bit like that, and it was yeah. just like, yeah, this is a really unique experience. So you're really watching it with people that really matter. Uh, it was, you know, it was the World Cup in their own country, the best, and the, yeah. the past they won it at the game mm. and the party afterwards. Yeah, now, I can't believe how I can't believe how quick this time's going again. But um, we asked you to pick a one to yeah, eleven. Yeah, we asked, you, we asked you to do your blues one to eleven of, from your lifetime so far. Um, the best blues 11. So, yeah, some of them are outside my lifetime, but um, you just want to pick me, it's just the team, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gil Merrick in goal, yeah, right back, Davy Langan, oh, yeah. left back. I almost said Gary Pendry because he, he's a part of my youth, really, you yeah. Know. But I'd say Mark Dennis, probably. Oh, yeah, uh, center backs, Kenny Burns, and or and either. Colin Todd or Stan Harland. Stan Harland 60, was, uh, was 60, 17. Yes, yeah, early yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, whether these players could play together, probably, I don't know. But oh, if they could. At wide, Barry Bridges. Right? Yeah. Or Bertie Old. My daddy still was going about Bertie Old, Scottish mm. player, played for Celtic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I put Bellingham in because I, I honestly think Bellingham will, will be, will, will have an incredible career. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just fire through Do Gary, Francis, Joe Bradford. Pattern, uh, you know, Joe Bradford. I never saw him play, I mean, but you know, he's top scorer for 12 years. It, it was the, it's the ninth ever highest scorer yeah. in top flight history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a shame. Playing play for an unfashionable club, yeah. he was apparently he was an amazing goal scorer. You know, uh, this yeah. is going back in the 20s and the early 30s. He's, I think he played in the 31 cup, um, cup final. We lost to West Brom, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That game. But, 30 yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, those, I mean, they, they could put that's a, that's a fantasy team, really. But yeah. uh, no, Bob I've heard about, I've heard, I've heard about every Bob, one of those I'd, players. I would say Bob, but I mean, I'd have mm-hmm. Joe Bradford. Got him, yeah. Bob, Bob, you know, Bob disappointed me a bit because he left. Yeah. And he also, I've got a memory of Bob Blatchford. I mean, he was he was great. And he went to, I lived in King's Heath and he used to go to Bramwood School. Mm. Uh, I used to live in Bramwood Road um, in King's Heath. And he used to, he used, him and his brothers used to, Dave and, what's the other the other brother? Yeah, uh, there was one of the goalkeeper, wasn't there? Peter. Uh, Peter, Peter. Peter, Peter. 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 Uh, future Jude, yeah, I think it was good to see him score on his under 21 debut as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, good goal as well. It's not a coincidence that you know, I've 
I've heard about Jude since he was about 13. And I think a lot of people have just, it's extraordinary what he's doing. Have you, sp- have you ever spoke to Trevor about him, Chris? Have you ever asked Trevor yeah, about word about Jude? I did a podcast <laughs> I did with Trevor. Um, and I, I um, you know, it's just after he, he, he'd, he'd taken Trevor's record. And he just said, I said to him, what would you, what would you, what would you, you know, what would you do? How would you, what advice would you give to, to a player like him? You know, and he had to sort of think back. He just said, look, you know, just, you know, forget about all the fame and stuff. Just work. And I think, yeah. I actually think, that, you know, his family background, I mean, it's, it's, it's already plain. He is, he's got a fantastic platform because of the way he's been brought up. Mm. Um, I don't know his dad, Mark, but I, I know I've got a mate who's a, who was at college with him and he said he was a fabulous footballer. And he could have... 700 been, goals he scored over. Could have been a, could have been a pro himself, but, you know, yeah. at least... Yeah. But more than that, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's you know, he, he has, he's completely ground. He, mm. What are has, your thoughts? We've, we've had this conversation on the show many times, but, you know, we'll, we'll ask, I might as well ask, what's your thoughts on retiring his shirt? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, well. but that's what I say, it's the naivety, you know, uh, um, you know, Rendong, he, you know, he wants to do well, and, you know, he's keen and he's desperate to, but he doesn't have it, you know, he doesn't get it really, he doesn't have the experience. Um, no. It's the problem, it's the problem. Yeah. The, that, that structure, uh, that, that's what, you know, and, and then who's, who's above him? Nobody. Really. So, yeah, it was a bit daft really. And, yeah. and, and sadly for Jude, you know, that's going to follow him for the rest of his life probably. It's a bit yeah. daft, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, already, yeah, he scored that goal the other night in um, in the under twenty ones, didn't he? In, uh, he did, yeah. 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 And then yeah. I read the comments on Twitter, and it was like, "Oh, retire the shirt, retire." <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, um, we're never going to live you down. It was a bit, it was a bit silly, down. wasn't it? You know, yeah. um, it was a bit silly. Um, just on just on another issue at the moment, right? Linda Ensor, for every goal scored by Blues this season, I'll put a pound into Nick's PTSD charity. Who is in? If you are in, please send Linda a message. She'll collect your names and then we'll collect the money at the end of the season. Super. That's good. That's well done, good. Linda. Thank That's you. That's fantastic. Nick, Nick, just on the same subject, Nick, we'll, we need to yes, organise a charity night as well, one of the, uh, maybe a charity show, because we, f- we have got a bit of memorabilia now. Uh, we have got quite a bit of memorabilia bit of, now, yeah. A bit yeah. Uh, building up and that like so. So maybe we can we can organise end of the season or way through end the season. Of the, end of the season. Boardsy Labour Club. Boardsy Labour Club live on the Tilt and Talk page. Um, I'll stay over in hotel so I can have a couple of beers. Just to... on that so Fantastic. so we'll, we'll we'll get it sorted because um with the lads of the the blc yeah, yeah we'll all right corona permitting yeah. yeah no predictions predictions for saturday brentford at home one 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 mark yeah chris i think we'll lose one now I, I don't see a goal but i mean lose one now lose one i'm gonna go nick? for oh, go, go on nick go on nick well, we've got a host of players out already haven't we um i think one, we've got two. five coming back in nick i think we've got five um, there's going to be more available. I know Sanchez and I think they're hoping Leco's going to be available as well. No, he's not. John Smith. No, John Smith. It? Sorry, John Smith has oh. just asked me, why have I not got a Birmingham City shirt on tonight? There you go. Come on, lad. Come on. <laughs> he, does, he does look a bit wolvesy. Black. It's a bit wolvesy. <laughs> okay, it is one for you. Remember the red, black and yellow, the German flags? Kit? Oh, yeah. putting that horrible. I saw, oh, yeah. I, saw, I saw Trevor wear that at Derby one, once. Oh, He's only ever seen about four times. That's right. I've got Chris, a picture Chris of Brown, I've got a picture Chris of Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the new football season's kicking in now. Okay, so if Birmingham City scores six, will you still do a show in the nude? Of course I will, Gap. There you go. Linda has already put a bet on six nil. There you go. There you go. Six nil anyway. What's your prediction? No, score six. Yeah. We've got to score six. We did it last year, but it was on penalties, and I think they yeah. should have stood. No. I think, <laughs> okay, then this year it'll it'll stand if it's six nil on penalties. Right, there we go. There you go. Superb, superb. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we should uh, we should get about, a, I don't know, if we put it out for charity, we should get about four pence. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually doing yeah. it now. <laughs> Nick, what's your prediction for Saturday? One, two. 
One, two. Okay. Mm. I'm going to go I'm not one feeling one it at the minute, but I don't know whether it's because I've not been going or, you know, when you watch it on the TV and there's no noise, there's no, you know, it's okay. Yeah, look, it's good putting the crowd noise on. But yeah, unfortunately, it's happened at about three seconds after you score a goal and it just doesn't yeah, sound right and it's, yeah. it's naff. I'm, I'm having difficulty getting excited, to be honest. I can't. I yeah, can't I've lost a bit of enthusiasm. I can't do it's it. not the same, is it? No, no, if it's that or what? Yeah, I'd be, sitting here, I'd be sitting here, right? My only conversation this week would be the first game of the season. Blues, 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 yeah, blues, blues. That's what it's Running like. through my body. Yeah. We've got to win. So- I've got to- I'm going to go. I'm going to stick my neck what? out here. We've got to win sometime, haven't we? We can't <laughs> keep not winning. So I'm going to go 2-1 to us. Oh, there we go. Bit of positivity. Yeah, Play Brentford, play them now, I suppose. But um, yeah. yeah, they'll be wounded, won't they, Chris, from the playoffs? I think it'll be one-one. Mm. One thing about Blues is they always, when you least expect it, they're too better than you think. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, why we I mean, love them. That's but, why we love them. But, but I, yeah, you know, I'm just being practical. I, I, don't, you know, I just don't know where the goals are coming at the moment, and um, I think it will be hard. To, you know, we won't concede that. No, mm. but, no, no. Yeah. Carol Sandlund has just added herself to the list of the PTSD goals scored for a pound. Anybody else in? Anybody else in? Let us know. Um, did, 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 let's just have a look. Uh, uh, John Smith says, Apologies, Nick. I need spec savers. <laughs> it's all right, mate. I've always got a blue shirt. I'm, I've always got something to do with Birmingham City. Look, there we go. There we go. Remember the old chains? Remember the, cha- the chains with the, 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 you know, the blue? Oh, uh, I had one. And I haven't got one. Great, the gold, gold thing, wasn't it? I used to quite like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I had one. And that, I, was, I don't know where it's gone. About it was sort of. You could always tell a blues fan because they'd wear, they'd secretly oh, have one of those. Oh, you mean like the um, the ladder thing is on the ladder, the, uh, the season well, thing. Yeah, the, the, the logo with the with the, with the chain. It's like you could always tell. I mean, people. Yeah, solid gold oh, blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the kind of blues thing, wasn't it? And, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Linda says Chris Brown get down the uh, gym and work on that six pack. <laughs> Six pack, six goals, six pack. Yeah, I've got a one pack at them. Uh, Steve Portman says you can't get a six on penalties, maximum five. But what if it's a one-one draw, Steve? Dun, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. There we go. No flies on you, Nick. No, I know, mate. Not <laughs> Just tonight. Where the dead tonight. ones have been. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Pennywood says uh, I can't see a scoring in a brothel. Oh dear. Oh dear. Um, John Smith has just <laughs> said, Chris, what's Roy Keane like? Keane, yeah. Uh, I think he's he's a bit misunderstood, right? He's got he's got a cheeky sense of humour. Yeah, I remember I, I talked about the World Cup I went to in '94 with Ireland, and he was a young player then. And I can remember, you know, he, he was in the hotel with him. I was being in the swimming pool with him one day, and he was swimming one way, and I was swimming the other. And I'd sort of have a conversation with him, and it sort of blank every time I went swam past. Him. But he's, uh, he, he's, a, he's he, I think he's quite funny. I mean, it always makes me laugh, and I, yeah. I, I love his punditry. I think. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ray Hobro wants to know, Chris, uh, what is the future hold for Chris Scudder? What's that? What does the future hold for Chris Scudder? I'll be in charge of Blues by the end of the season. Uh, <laughs> hey. uh, no, uh, uh, more of the same. More of the same. Keep going. Yeah, and uh, yes, I'd, 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 on the on the Blues front, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd love to get another European campaign. I'd, I'd love that European, those Europeans. Oh, Maribor was my favourite. Then we got a Maribor. Oh no, I didn't go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a real hardcore there that day. Right, I need to clear this up, Chris Brown. I need to, I need to clear this up. Yeah, we'll come go back on, straight back to that. Now, there's a little contention about the, the the six goals because if it's six one, it's actually Birmingham City scoring six goals. Doesn't matter how many of the other yeah, teams score, even goals, if we yeah. lose seven six, yeah. right? Which we probably would do. <laughs> it's six goals that Birmingham <laughs> yeah, score. Back yeah. to you, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, back to the Europe. I'm going to power my, I'm going to plug in my 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 uh, computer. What I'm going to disappear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did the last fifteen, Chris. Uh, Nick, sorry. 
Sorry, Paul. Last 15. Have you got um, one? Do you know what? Nah, not tonight. No, nah. okay. I, I think it's been such an interesting conversation tonight. It would, uh, it would, it mm. would kind of like yeah. taint it a little bit. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's been, yeah. Uh, it's been, been fascinating. Some great questions, great <laughs> answers from Chris. John Smith's asking if it's six in the match or six in the season, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? The way things are going, it could be six in the season. <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs has asked Chris Scudder about Maribor three, Bruce four. <laughs> Yeah, well, funny enough, I mean, I was I was working at Sky at the time, and I remember the story dropping that the Germ- there was a German investigation into a German magazine that had been tipped off that FIFA were looking at, UEFA were looking into that game, mm. allegations of you know of a fix. Yeah, um, that was surely not. It was, well, no, seriously, there was, there was, there was, it was, they looked into it uh, because of the, there was there was there was suggestions of uh, illegal of, of a betting pattern, you know, I mean, usual thing. Mm. It was. I can remember the game very well. I mean, you know, three nil to three four in the last seventeen minutes. But um, uh, mm. it was apparently looked at, but they couldn't find. It. There was nothing. They couldn't find anything. No. But it, but it was. It was. I saw an article. It was at least eighteen months later that that game had been looked at because it was such an unusual result. But yeah. they couldn't find any 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 wrongdoing. It was just typical Blues luck, wasn't it? Oh it was. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we would have gone. We would have gone to Istanbul in the next round. Well. <sighs> Would have been, it would have been, oh, it can you imagine been the life, chaos <laughs> Yeah, it would have, would have been. That's a real football place. I, I went there with England. Um, yeah, it's mad. Probably remember uh, that terrible incident with the Leeds fans. Remember when the two Leeds fans got killed? Oh, the stabbing, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. England game uh, in 2003, probably. We mm. played them in the uh, twice in the, one of the qualifiers, and I, I went to that game. And yeah. let me tell you, talk about, you know, somebody asked me about, you know, the Sky story. For that game abroad, we had to have a special training about security. I had to have a, wear a baseball cap with a with a with a solid thing inside it in case mm. anyone, you know they, it was health and safety basically. Yeah, uh, mm. but there were no England fans going, but it was we still had to, you know, it was like it's, it's dangerous to go to Turkey, which was a bit sensational. There was no there was no no problems when we were there. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but I remember the return game. At, uh, Roker Park, or not Roker Park, at the Stadium of Life. Stadium, it, it was very, very lively. I said, but there was a mob out there trying to get, you know, baying for blood. And I was working on pretty brave. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, it, it, we, we would have been playing Besiktas. Would have been, a, would have been a brilliant trip. But, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but for safety reasons, it wouldn't have been a good idea. To no, be no, they are, fan, they are fanatical. They're very, they're yeah. very fanatical. Yeah. Here's one for you, Chris. Here's one for you. Give us your favourite player from each decade that you've that you've uh, lived through. What blues? Yeah, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands and tens. Sixties. Uh, I'd say Barry Bridges in the sixties because um, mm, gotta be because of my favourite game, and I wrote about this in the in the program for the Carling Cup final two thousand and eleven. The, the one thing that stands out in my mind from that those early years was was when we beat Arsenal on a cup replay two one on a yeah. Tuesday night, and there was there was so many people. It was like sixty thousand people trying to get in, like wow. ten thousand outside, fifty one thousand inside, mm. uh, and Barry Bridges scored an overhead kick, uh, which yeah. Bob Wilson, Bob Wilson, the former TV uh, guy, was in goal for Arsenal that night. He said his best goal ever scored against him. Nobody filmed yeah. it. Real shame. It was an overhead, oh. absolute worldy. I can remember. I can remember seeing it. Everyone was, just, yeah. you know, I mean, we beat Arsenal. We were second division at the time, and they they were like, you know, top team. Uh, yeah. Barry Bridges, seventies Trev, eighties. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, we, we had some good players in the early eighties. Kevin Dillon, I used to love, love Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Dillon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or Frank Frankie, Frankie. Nineties. Uh, 
question, 90s. Cladger, Steve Claridge. Yeah. 2000s. Uh, don't know, I can't think of a 2000s. More recent one. Do, 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 do Gary? Do Gary? Uh, yeah, do Gary. Yeah. Horsfield? Uh, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, it was Lazaridis. Uh, I used to like players that you know that, that would never let you down. I mean, in a, like yeah, a, I'm a typical Blues fan, really. Yeah. You know, the ones the ones that do it for me are the ones who just say, "Not having that." <laughs> we, we, you know, they're not, it just put a shift in. You know, that's, that's what it's yeah. all about. You know, and that's what that's yeah. what any football fan will tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Worse than seeing players going through the motions is uh, nothing worse. Not worse. Yeah. Sure, sure. And from the last ten years, yeah, bust a gut and then and you lose. So be it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last ten, over the last ten years, anybody's any good at me in the last ten years? Um, <laughs> yeah, Jude, um, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Jude, I, I honestly think, honestly, I, I can't. The sky's the limit for that kid. I, I, I think he'll, you know, probably go and captain England, and you know, could well, anything's possible with him. Yeah, Just yeah. A, a bit of a freak. His younger brother's rumored to be better than him. Well, I I'm not sure about that. I mean, it's, it's, I hope, I, I hope, he, I hope he is. I, the worst thing, really. I mean, it's very exciting for the fans and everything, but. You know, you don't want to be saying to him. You know, you, it's a lot of pressure. For, he's only, he's only. I was talking to Robbo about him a few weeks ago. Mm. Uh, he was still fourteen. I think he's just turned fifteen, hasn't he? So, mm. um, so in, in a year's time, maybe next season, you, we might see him in the. You know, if he, if, but he, if if he comes from, the, he's from the same stock, and he's got. Uh, Robbo was telling me he's he's one. Of the, he's from the same. He's got the same attitude. Brilliant family, mm. very level-headed. You know, he's <clears> of the age groups. Uh, he's more of a number ten, more of a more of a sort of more forward orientated than Jude is, um, but you know, skillful player. Uh, you know, to have two of them would be incredible. Uh, so I think, yeah, but Jude is just a, such a. I went to the Portsmouth game uh, just a year ago, wasn't it? When he made his mm. debut, and funny, I was looking at the team sheet for that today, and it was pretty much our team for this year. You know, people like Charlie Lakin and Kale, uh, Boyd Munson and, and Ryan Burke and all these kids who are coming through. Yeah. When we, when we got stuffed by Pompey, you know, the, the, the first the first round of the Carabao Cup last year when we lost. Yeah. Uh, it was August last year. Yeah, yeah. Three I was on the side of the pitch yeah. talking to some of the Sky people. Yeah. Uh, the game was on Sky, if you remember. Uh, yeah. And I saw, and Jude came out. I was standing. He came. We ran. He walked past me as he came out, just at the start of the game. I thought he just looked to me. He just it was only just sixteen, just sixteen. Then he just looked like a racehorse to me. He looked like you know he was just you know he was an athlete. Mm. Uh, I thought yeah, he's, and he had a good game that night. But you know now look at him. I mean he's just uh, they they love him already. Love him in in in. in do you think he, do you think he made the right choice? Mm. The club he went to because obviously yeah, they're, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. He's out the yeah, way. He's out the world. You know, yeah, he'll get on with it, and he's you mm. know he's got some great sensible, isn't it? You can see, he's having a great, he's having a ball already, you know, and the um and they they know how to treat their young players there. Yeah, going to get sixty thousand mm. people watching him every week. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. good luck to him. In fact, I might even go over if I get a chance to go and see one of the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going to watch him either. Just being a crowd. Uh, hey, you never know. The talk and talk show might just um organise one. Yeah, minibus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, think I think you'll have a great. Career. We'll have a fan. Never say never. Never say never. Never say never. Well, um, we've, nearly, we've nearly run out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Nick, believe that. Right? I know, yeah. Stop Nick, we were, we're talking about uh, next week, Nick, off air, weren't we? Um, yes, we were. Well, I'm actually on holiday next, next week, so <laughs> there isn't a show week next after, week. Then. The week after, yeah, yeah. What's he like? You've only got one job. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I only get one all day a year, a week. 
you won't be, you won't be running the blues with your administration skills. <laughs> no. yeah, I don't no. know. It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I know. Show next week. Uh, back the week after. Uh, Lee Cripps, good show, fella. Michael, looking forward to more. Awesome show, guys. Keep right on, Paul McCarthy. <clears throat> Thanks for your time, Chris. Um, pleasure. Thank you for sharing tonight. <laughs> from Chris Great show again tonight, as usual. Mike Hill, they go on and on and on. Uh, Chris Scott, you've been an absolute gem, mate. Well done. Thank yeah, you. I mean, I you've, got, you've got a little bit of experience. I know yeah. that, but you know. <laughs> if I may, I've been doing a few blue Zooms myself uh, lately. Yeah. I've got one on later this week, actually. The lad who's, got, uh, who's written that book, who's read Hugging Strange, is pretty good. It's a pretty good read, mm. John Berry. And I've got a couple of young lads on, just from what we were saying earlier about, you know, the next generation and uh, why, why are school kids not sporting blues anymore? I'm trying to explore that a little bit. Um, I've got a couple of very bright lads coming on who are big blue noses and uh, working kind of media and stuff. So quite a few around my area, I'm the North Staffordshire. Fantastic. Good stuff. Well, what can I say? Um, Mr. Hipkiss, aka Mr. Sheen, thank you very much indeed. No problem. Good evening, all. And as always, good night, Mark, all, good night, all rather. Rowe. Sorry. I just said good, I said good evening, all, and I said good night, all. Sorry, I was distracted, and I said good evening, all. He said a good night, all. And aka Mr. Robar, Mark Adams. Good night, all. Hey, everybody, stay safe. Keep rolling. And for Mrs. Brown. Yeah, good night. And from myself, good night. And from our special guest, this has been an absolutely brilliant show. Great memories, great things, great photograph. Chris, it's been superb. Thanks ever so much for giving you time, my good friend. Enjoyed it. Bless your wishes for the future, yeah. whatever you do. We always look out. You know, you know what? Every time I see you on Skype, he's a blue nose. Yeah, there's always stuff on there. All the best for the future, my friend. Thank you so yeah. much for giving you time up. This has now been immortalised. You can get it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and um, the feeds will be up tomorrow as normal, Chris. They will be. Superb, superb. This has been the Tilton Talk Show, sponsored by Boyle Sports, SAS Autos, and our friends at Woolsey Labour Club. From myself, from Mark, from Chris Scudder, from me, and from Chris Brown, and from Paul Hipkiss. Good night, God bless, keep right on, and keep the faith. Good night. Good night. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.